1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective,
0: 2020 on Vision. Well, it is often the case, isn't it, that we'll hear of either a friend, uh, could be a family member, uh, sometimes a celebrity who has turned their back on their Christian faith. In other words, they were going strong and something cut in and caused them to go in a different direction. And sometimes it's just the way that the culture around us is impacting upon us and causing us to soften or water down The way we understand our God. So as Christians, uh, is it okay to demand a God who is okay with our sin? And uh, if he's not okay with it, maybe I'll turn my back on him. Uh, Let's see if we can strengthen our faith by raising this particular topic today. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is back with us, been writing about this over the last week or two. Bill, welcome back to 2020 for this year. Great to be back again. Uh, Bill, there's a couple of articles that you have written this week, uh, one about an Aussie, one about someone from the U.S., uh, both of them known in their circles. Maybe we don't know them so well, uh, but there's been a sort of a caving in on their faith, and uh, it's a, a way of sort of saying, well, you know, if, if God can't be uh, the God of my sin, then I think I'll go in a different direction. What have you discovered in the things that you've been writing about this week?
1: Yes, well, sadly, there is such a thing as the A word. We don't hear about it too much anymore. Uh, Apostasy. The Bible does speak to it. Church history is sadly littered with examples of it. And, yeah, we had two in a week, as you say, one from here, one from overseas. So I wrote up an article on each. Uh, Basically, people making excuses for their sin, as you say, uh, caving into the world and its spirit uh really turning their back on their faith that they once had or at least professed to have I mean that, that's another debate were they really christians to begin with or just people who talked a lot about their faith but whatever the case uh these two individuals sadly have come out quite publicly saying they are no longer christians they're not interested in it it was too restrictive for various reasons and now they've uh freed themselves from God and religion and are living like pagans, which, well, perhaps they were doing all along just with God talk thrown in, but now they've even chucked that out as well.
0: So, a case of an Aussie man and an American footballer, and in some respects uh, well-known in their circles, and as we say, not everyone will know them, but uh, finding that there's more comfort and more acceptance in a group other than Christians, other than those who would rely on God for their values.
1: Yeah, well, the Australian uh, was basically saying just that, uh, it was an article in one of our Melbourne newspapers. Uh, was behind a paywall, so I only could see the beginning bits. But that was plenty to see uh, where he was at and where he was going. Uh, basically, he said, you know, I uh, I used to go to church and all this, but the church didn't accept my homosexuality. Now I've left the church, now I'm hanging around with pagans, and now I feel much better about myself. (laughs) No surprise there. Of course you're going to feel better when you get sinners surrounding you, telling you your sin is fine, nothing wrong with it. The further you can try to distance yourself from the God who made you and will judge you one day, the further you can pretend this holy God doesn't exist, the more you might temporarily feel good about yourself. Oh, good, I can sin freely and not worry. Of course, he still has his conscience, hopefully not fully seared. That's going to bring conviction and so on. And his old memories of his old faith perhaps will come back to haunt him. But he was one example. And this one, again, with the sin of homosexuality, basically he gave up his faith because he preferred living in sin. And he was much happier living with other sinners who affirmed him in it.
0: At one end of the spectrum, I've heard stories like this over the years and perhaps even seen this, where someone's left their faith behind and returned to like a drug culture because people in that drug culture are all very accepting mm. and loving. Uh, and uh, this idea that people who belong to gangs mm. feel like they have a sense of belonging because in that gang, uh, you know, they're accepted uh, for who they are with their, you know, warts and all. And uh, mm. there's a certain sense here, isn't there, which may indicate that there's a little bit of a disconnect in that pastoral care that might happen in church life that also fuels this idea that people have uh, perhaps a wrong idea about what God thinks about our sin.
1: Yeah, well, quite right. Uh, we know, for example, that perhaps the majority of people who do go into gangs uh... young males uh... do so because they were brought up in father absent homes they never had a dad they never had that kind of male affirmation so now they're looking to find it in all the wrong places so as far as this goes yes we can agree to some extent churches sometimes are not as welcoming and loving and accepting as they should be it's always a tough call right trying to love the sinner but not affirm the sin Some churches do a better job of this than others, but we don't want to run with the excuses these guys make. Oh, this church was so unloving and so harsh and so intolerant. Well, if this church happened to simply be affirming biblical truth, standing up for what the Bible says about things like homosexuality, well, of course, that will appear to be intolerant and unloving. The truth is always that way to those who reject the truth. So again, we got to get the balance here. We don't know this guy's personal story, what churches he did grow up in. So yeah, a little bit of truth there, but it can become an easy excuse to, you know, reject the faith altogether and embrace the sin that you really do love. Uh,
0: the word shame comes to mind for me, Bill, as I hear you talking. And, you know, you'll have known those people who have been a part of your own church and... Uh, They've gone to a sinful lifestyle because, in some sense, uh, they recognise that in church there wasn't a place for that sinful lifestyle. They felt ashamed because coming under that sort of righteousness of God and appreciating Mm -hmm. God's view of sin, that they couldn't feel comfortable there. And so, therefore, they manoeuvre themselves out in whatever way, sometimes very cleverly, and get away from that protective... Body, that family, which is the local church, and then they fall into that sinful pattern. That's a challenge, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah, well, it pretty much works this way all the time, right? If you're comfortable and happy with your sin and your disobedience, you won't be comfortable with God and God's people. On the other hand, if you really love being with God and God's people, guess what? You probably won't be comfortable with your own sin, with your own selfish choices. So, yeah, one kind of cancels out the other. And uh, my other story that I wrote about this week is uh, case in point, somebody who was known as a Christian who grew up in a Christian householder, uh, household, but uh, uh, sadly, well, he, he just said, uh, well, he's a well-known, uh, actually, American gridiron football player. Some of you might know that. Super Bowl coming up in a few days this guy was actually his team almost made it so he's very well known certainly in America but he's come out in an interview saying well you know all this kind of narrow-mindedness this intolerance of churches it's just not my scene mind you he talks about how certain people in fact other apostates had influenced him uh we've written and spoken before about people like Rob Bell former Mega church pastor in America who himself has really gone off the rails. He's now big time into the new age, good buddy with Oprah Winfrey, written books about there is no hell. Everybody's going to get saved. So, unfortunately, one apostate has had a real influence on Aaron Rodgers, this American quarterback. So he has now become an apostate. And again, he talked about, oh, I'm not into this binary stuff, you know, good and evil, right and wrong, truth and error. That's just too much for him. Of course, it's foolish to even think that way. If he's walking down the street and he sees a car heading straight for him, he's got two choices, a binary choice. He either stays there and gets creamed, or he takes a step backwards and gets off the road. So for all this talk about, oh, binary is so narrow, sorry, this is how we live, this is the real world that God has made, and, uh, you know, we can pretend it's not uh, the way it is, but it is, and uh, again, like the law of gravity, if you jump off a tall building, you can deny its existence all you like, but when you reach the pavement below, you'll know (laughs) about its reality. So... uh, of said cases, unfortunately, of people who've known the Lord, grew up in Christian households, but for various reasons found it too restrictive, had all these problems. This guy raised problems about, you know, what about those who are not saved? All the usual objections, which have been often well answered. So it's not an intellectual problem at the end of the day. It's really a moral problem. People choose to live for sin and self instead of denying self and living for God.
0: Yes, it's not an intellectual issue because there are answers for the questions that people have about making their faith strong and understanding God, His grace, and what happens with our sin. But when it's a person of a high profile, when it's a person who's a celebrity, the ramifications of that bill uh, for people who are young yeah. and immature in their faith and following yeah. that celebrity, they just just—they—they yeah. th- they think that their faith doesn't have value because the celebrity's made a bad decision. You've got to really be careful, haven't you?
1: Well, that is a problem. I mean, uh, every day uh, uh, people who are not well-known will abandon their faith. That's one thing. But as you say, when it's a very well-known uh, person that millions of people know and look up to when they renounce their faith that will have an impact on others. There is this uh, ripple effect uh, of apostasy when uh, a big cheese uh, footballer like this does it. Uh, Many others will be tempted to do the same. So it's even more of a kind of a damning decision to make. Now in both of my pieces, of course, I do say we need to pray for these two individuals, for the footballer and the The Australian who's now taken up with his pagan buddies, uh, you know, we can pray that God will bring him back, you know, prodigal son, all that stuff. It's hoped that will happen, Uh, but if they have told God to get lost and it becomes a permanent thing, that's, of course, a very dangerous place to be in. And uh, all of us, even today listening to this, need to take seriously the warnings found in scripture right another big topic on the one hand a lot of passages about assurance of our salvation but other passages uh... which really do give strong warnings you know be careful that you don't move away from the lord So, uh, yeah, we all, we all can learn from these kind of experiences.
0: And Bill, when there are black and white, right and wrong, God gives us His way so that we will be right and protected because he has given us that divine wisdom. When we get to a point where we've turned our back on that, we need to bear the consequences of that. And interestingly, for people who feel like it's just a book of rules to follow, they're missing something very important, of course, that we align ourselves with the identity that we have in Christ, the perfect Man, The one who we can identify with. So we're in a process of aligning ourselves with his identity and understanding what's right and wrong according to him and not just a book of rules that's put together by humanity. And uh, that gives us some challenges as well. But being able to acknowledge Jesus as the perfect image of God and to follow in his footsteps to understand right and wrong because of him sets us in a good place. Bill, I'll point people to your latest articles. Uh, Listeners might like to visit your website, BillMuhlenberg.com, or simply Google Culture Watch, one word, and you'll be able to find an article called We Demand a God Who is Okay with Our Sin. And uh, check out those articles and the good wisdom there from Bill Muhlenberg. Bill, just great to have you back again. Looking forward to a big year ahead. Thanks for being with us once again on 2020.
1: Many thanks indeed.